Three dudes, one movie, 20 years. It's time to go back to the show. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Get away from her, you bitch. Boy, that escalated quickly. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. All right, listen, I get bored listening to it. I gotta do something. You want me to play it all the time? No, I listen, you want me to play it all the time. Yeah, I, I like it. It me up, okay? Get these dudes. <laughs> Toby, Toby Wong, Toby Wong. Toby Wong, motherfucking Charlie Chan. I got Madonna's big dick coming out of my left ear, and Toby, I don't know what the fuck coming out of my right. That's nice. That's a nice. That's nice. Harvey Keitel from Reservoir Dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah, girl. Or no, sorry, that was Grease Two, uh, talent show scene. God damn it! <laughs> so, so cut to you know, smash cut. It's opening night of the talent show, nineteen sixty one. God, At so. Rydell High, right? I so I, I I'll be it. a girl for a season all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a great scene. I'll tell you. So T Birds, T Birds are singing, right? Prowling. Oh, gotta stop. They they gotta tie stop. up the guys who are gonna sing uh, Mr. Sandman, you know, give me a oh. dream and then a that I never see. No, so they tie them up in the showers, <laughs> nope. and then they go out with no competition, and they sing, uh, "We're going prowling, walk, talk like a tea, we're going prowling." And so, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so Grease Two, that's what we're doing, right? I love. Never. By the way, I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love that, Robert. You're like, listen, if we're not going to do the podcast after having watched Grease Two or Grease Two, I'll just. Narrate Grease Two into the podcast in I don't segments, care. bro. In a few in a few months, we will have gotten through the whole thing. <laughs> Stay tuned next week and for the Luau scene. <laughs> oh my god, <sighs> guys! Wait, segue. Welcome, uh, everybody. Welcome to the show. Back to the show is the podcast. Fuck, I'm completely thrown now. Completely thrown by Robert Singh. Everybody, welcome back to another episode. Welcome to back to the show. I'm Jonas. Danny's here. Robert's clearly here. Uh, And uh, we're uh, (laughs) we're first of all. I just want to start by saying. I want to say I apologize to everybody for last week and Natural Born Killer. Oh, God, man. We're really sorry. so long ago. It's still affecting me. If you just hang in there with the podcast, we won't do it to you again, I swear to God. That was... (laughs) Well, maybe. Don't be writing checks your butt can't cash, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Little Monsters is on the wheel, so yeah. Also He-Man. Oh. Oh, God. What? I still don't think anything will be as bad as last week. <laughs> God, it was that, was... that was horrendous. Jesus. I mean, there are very few movies that I ever watch where I'm like, never again. And that's... It might be one of the only ones I feel like I've ever said that about. Disagree. 
<laughs> All right. Well, enough about natural born killers. This week, guys, falling natural down. Natural born killers. Let's re-review it. We taking a week off. We're gonna come, come, come back at it with natural born killers. You to see if it has if it still holds up. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. This week, 1993's Falling Down, guys. Oh, this was another God. one that I was excited about, although we know how that went last time. But still, yeah. 1993's Falling Down, starring Michael Douglas, directed by Joel Schumacher, uh, written by E.B. Rowe Smith. I think I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It also stars Robert Duvall and Barbara Hershey. And it's a pretty uh, – it, it, I recall it being – uh, it was a pretty big hit at the time in terms of critical acclaim, got good reviews, did well financially, not like, you know, it's not like a blockbuster, but well financially, and made a little bit of a splash pop culture-wise at the same time because it was, uh, because of its sort of, its portrayal of the sort of angry white male stereotype or whatever. Mm. But overall, well-received, good reviews, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I say at the time it came out, it was a, it was a success. How do you guys remember it? I was pretty excited for this, and uh, I think that I remembered it a little differently, right? Um, oh, that's I remember it. How do you remember it? Well, I I seem to like remember that you kind of rooted for him, and he was kind of the hero of this, and like bad things were happening to him, and it was kind of like yeah i remember the exact like, same way I, I feel like you were like yeah like come on get get uh i don't know if revenge but like kind of you know right these wrongs type thing and basically as soon as the movie starts you're just like oh no no he's a complete fucking asshole <laughs> yeah anyway I'll, that that's my sort of memory recollection of it uh danny where are you at i felt bad for the guy back in the day my dad was kind of the same way, to be honest, like, you know, just kind of angry and pissed off. And all he wanted was his family, you know, and because of his temper, he never got it. So it was kind of interesting watching again and realizing the parallel between the two guys. I'm just glad he didn't have a squirt gun in his pocket. <laughs> Jesus. So anyway. So let's start us off in the movie, right? In Falling Down. Here we go. We started off. Our hero, or maybe villain, we'll talk about that later. It's a hero, or an American hero. hero. Yep, American <laughs> hero. Um, he, uh, uh, he's sitting in the um, sitting in his car in the heat, and the air conditioner breaks, and everyone around him is the worst person you've ever been near. Pretty much, yeah, right. They're stuck. It's in traffic. Traffic, of, right? That's right. Construction, in right? In Los Angeles, yeah, and it's very hot. And his air conditioner doesn't work, and everyone around him is the worst. A bus full of yelling kids. There's a kid in the back of a car staring at him, which would fucking make me go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they do a great job of building yeah. this tension, man. And there's a it's fly like, that's buzzing <gasps> around him. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's like right out of the gate, you're already like feeling his frustration. And I his, love, love yeah. how fast it starts like that. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean I, that's a good point, Danny. I think it is. It's it is a, it's like a study in lean storytelling, right? Like there's no, we don't need, like it just gets going right away, yeah. and the whole movie just like 
tells exactly the tightest version of the story it needs to tell. Like, I don't feel like it wastes like any scenes. I don't feel like it just gets going right away and just moves. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, within five minutes, he's like, ah, fucking I'm going home. <laughs> he gets out and he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the movie doesn't get around to explaining what he, why he sort of cracks it like lets you know over the course of the movie, like it doesn't feel like it needs to go like, okay, we're going to spend 10, 15 minutes sitting up and then we're going to show you why he cracks and then he cracks. Instead, it's like he cracks and over the course of his, you know, walk across the city will reveal what got him there. But like, uh-huh. we're just going to, we're just going to like off and running. I love that about it. Yeah. What's crazy is that if none of this shit happened to him from his car to his, his house, do you think he would have gotten so uh, murderous by the time he got to the house? I don't think so. I think he would have probably just shown up, given his daughter a present, and been arrested. You know, I don't think all this horrible shit would have happened. He probably wouldn't have died if his AC didn't go out, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, recharge that AC, is what we're saying. Maintenance people. If you're having any problems with your AC, call Robert's AC Repair. <laughs> Uh, it's a little side hustle I got going on. That's right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I like all of this already. I, I feel like the first thing I appreciated about it was like I don't remember this movie being like full of this kind of tension. And like five minutes in, you're already like, "Woo!" I get why this guy's fucking popping off. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on board. Like it, it builds a world very quickly. That is awesome. I like it. I like its its economy of storytelling in that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're and we're introduced to Robert. Is it Robert Duvall? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Prendergast. Yeah. Yeah. Prendergast. Yeah. We're introduced to him because he's sitting like what behind him at the same time. Yeah, he's stuck in traffic yeah. behind him, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And right, he's stuck behind in traffic behind him. And and already everyone in the world except for Michael Douglas is an is the worst kind of asshole you could ever encounter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, we meet Robert Duvall, we meet Prendergast, and then pretty quickly we're into this liquor store scene where Michael Douglas wants to make a phone call on the payphone, but he doesn't have enough change, so he goes into the liquor store to to ask for change, and once he gets there. You know, he's faced with this, you know, the liquor store guy won't give him change. You got to buy something. And then the whole thing fucking pretty much go. I mean, he basically like snaps. That's kind of the beginning of the he's already snapped a little bit. But this is the beginning of the snowball, like starting to roll of him just like, you know, his journey is beginning now. Right. Yeah. And I'd say that this right off the bat, I all of a sudden was like, oh, wait, he's he's the bad guy fucking up everyone else's world. I mean, the, the liquor store owner, I guess it's like, dude, you could break a dollar, just just break change. Like, exactly. That's kind of fucked up. But at the same time, it just, so he's a jerk. But <clears throat> then his whole, you know, that he's pretty racist to him or mm-hmm. more than pretty racist. He's just a fucking prick to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then he starts whining about the price of a Coke and, and then he destroys the dude's store. It's like. I did not well, remember him being well, the bad guy. And I to was be like, honest, boom, right off he, the bat, just struck, you know? He was trying to walk out the store. And he's like, and then the the shop owner was like, 
grabbing his bat, right? And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then that's when all hell broke loose, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, we can't blame, you know, victim blaming here. This guy, like... Oh, I will. <laughs> like, he just started off escalating, right? Like, I get that he's frustrated. I get that things aren't going great for him and he's mad, but uh, there's a difference between getting frustrated and then, like, acting on those frustrations in violence and I don't know it's just like like it definitely just was a different look than I remember it's an interesting movie in the way that like there's a perspective that is that is sort of I think you know sliding a little bit back and forth which is that like on the one hand the people he's encountering are to a T all massive assholes but also at the same time he's also a mentally ill guy who's responding in the worst possible way. Right. So like, it's like, a, I, what I thought was, is like, I can sort of see both sides of it. Like the liquor store guy is a dick for sure. And, but also Michael Douglas has had enough of dicks, I guess. And then behaves also like a dick, right? Where he's like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you how much this soda costs in your store is like, fuck you, bro. I'll tell you how much it's not my fucking fault that like, the the item you chose in my store doesn't break the exact right change for you to be able to use it. You don't get exactly, to like right. <laughs> the cost to your convenience. But also that liquor store owner guy is like the hugest dick liquor store owner. You like, he's the most <laughs> aggressive asshole on earth. So like the movie I think does sort of do, and this to me was also the surprise rewatching was like, Oh shit. Like, I can't easily say that Michael, like obviously Michael Douglas goes too far, but all the things he's pissed about, like I would be pissed about also. So I get exactly why he's pissed, but I wouldn't, you know, behave like a maniac inside the store and just start smashing every guy. Right. You know, you would go, Oh, it's 85 cents. Shit. Okay. This pack of gum then here. That's what? 25 cents. Cool. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, there is a, or fuck thing. you and yeah. walk out, yeah. right? <laughs> there is there is a certain layer of the movie that does feel a little bit like the, I guess, and probably this is why the movie you know uh, elicited the conversation at the time. It's sort of like there is a little bit of this like when I was a kid, candy bars cost a nickel. Why don't they cost a nickel anymore? Kind of like old white guy anger. Yeah, like setting his ways. I don't, I don't even know if it's white guy. Just sort of old guy, kind of like. No, it's white guy. Uh, well, what, yeah, whatever it is, it's sort of like I don't like that things aren't the way that I want them to be. That definitely like runs through the movie. But I think the movie does a really great job, actually, of not landing on any side of the argument, which I think is part of its strength. Is that in the end, the movie isn't saying like. The world is fucked. Michael Douglas should is the hero. You should all do like him. But it's also not saying that like his gripes are fairly legitimate in the large scheme of things from a common decency standpoint. You know what I mean? Like you 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 kind of end up there's a lot of gray area stuff in there and part of I think what's interesting about the movie is watching Michael Douglas discover a, a, over the course of the movie like he thinks he's the hero and then eventually he discovers he might not be, which mm-hmm. I think is part of what makes the movie really good. I'm giving away now. I like the movie a lot, but I think it's part of what makes it good. And this scene, I think I wrote down, this scene is great. It sort of establishes everything at once about his character where he sort of like doesn't want to steal. He's willing to pay. He's just angry that 
the rules have somehow changed around him in some way, but he's also out of his mind and a fucking hair trigger who will smash everything if given the opportunity, but also like he's got some kind of weird code. Like, I think it does a great job of establishing all the complexities and the sort of like uh, weird contradictions that are his character. Which yeah. I well, and I, I do like the way it, it shows like the way he progresses, right? His spiraling from <clears throat> the first move is ditching his car. That's inconveniencing people, right? The second move is yelling at this dude and then breaking property, like just trashing a store, right? And then the next thing advances a little bit more and he, um, you know, runs into the guys in the park, right? And he hits him. Right, he keeps like, and he keeps like escalating, escalating. and losing, and kind of losing perspective, maybe. And well, um, he's also getting away with it, which makes him think that he can keep doing uh, this stuff and, and building really, up good, and building up. That's a really good point. Dude. Right, he's like emboldened. He's like, aha, yeah, exactly. I'm setting things right. Okay, liquor store scene happens. Then we meet sort of more Prendergast. He's at work. There's sand. All he's it's his last day of work. He's retiring like all cops who are old in every single movie ever in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it's his last day, and all of his coworkers have put sand in his desk. And we sort of meet him, and we meet his wife, who is a handful, Ooh. to say the least. She's difficult, Christ. difficult. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So that's the next scene. Do you guys have any notes about that? Yeah, man. I. I hated every single one of those detectives. Oh my God. What, what <laughs> giant pieces of shit. Like they yes. put sand. No, it wasn't just sand. It was like, it was like cat litter sand. Like they use for cats. Like, like they were saying like there's shit in your desk. And Oh, by yeah. the way, we buried your dead daughter's picture in the cat shit. Oh my God. Right. <gasps> well, even if they didn't know that. that his daughter had died, even if they didn't know, like he's like 60 years old and he has a picture of his daughter when she's five, something happened. Don't touch the picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not his granddaughter guys. We know that. <laughs> even if she was still alive and thriving, if she was five years old for the next 50 years or what, Whatever. Like, don't put somebody's picture in a bunch of shit. That's all I'm saying. I think that's, listen, those are good notes. Good notes for, the, I, I agree with you. They're all assholes. I wrote, these people are assholes in the notes. And I, now, like, he's like, where's my pen? They're like, it's in the shit. Right. Don't mistake it for a literal piece of feces. Yeah. A lump. Desk. You could keep the lumps or something. Say, yeah. Right? It's like, oh, man. Yeah, and his wife, oh my God. Like, I wrote down, um, you know you're in trouble when you have to sing London Bridge is Falling Down so your wife doesn't strangle herself with a phone cord. <laughs> like, that, was so, that was so weird. I mean, I, they do explain it then, right? But like... Yeah. I was like, what, what, what is happening? What London bridge is falling down. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck's the deal with the London bridge song? Yeah. And all Why? throughout the movie, it was about London bridge. It's all to get to, to what, to my fair lady so that he can be like, your well, no. fair lady. Oh, it's because they're moving to Lake Havasu where the London bridge now is. Is that a real thing? I was confused. Yeah, yes. I went there. I, yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah. It's unimpressive as it sounds. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I think that was him trying to like 
Oh, right? Okay. Ease her. Like, hey, I'm retiring. We're going to go yeah, to Lake yeah, Havasu. Yeah. I thought it was Just like a, relax. I thought it was like a sweet little thing they did about. Myself. Oh, and that's Just what I was taking. That's how I looked lady. at it too. Yeah. That it was like a thing, like a cute thing between the two of them. Like you're my fair lady. And she's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do. Well, I agree with you. Yeah. That, like, I agree with you that like, it is painful to listen to that <laughs> phone call. But also <laughs> at the same time, like, I feel like it's doing a pretty good job of like, like, that feels like a fairly authentic portrayal of someone who's a little bit dicey emotionally. You know, like, yeah. like, like, and his response to her is sweet and, and like someone who loves someone, but who's also trying to figure out how to like manage this person who is like dicey emotionally. And you know, like, I actually like, I, I liked the, I agree with you guys that like, Jesus Christ, she's a handful. But also I like the movie's portrayal of like he clearly loves her and he's like been managing this person's emotional highs and lows like on a day to day basis. Which I like look at the difference. Look at the difference between Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon, his family. Right. Happy, adoring, loving. Nothing wrong with the family. Then look at this guy. So it's a nice, you know, it was nice to have like a a backstory that actually really mattered, you know, and it was more authentic than because no one, no one's family is, is hundred percent smiling all day long and laughing, you know? So I felt more connected to this guy's family or lack thereof, you know, compared to Danny Glover's, you know what I mean? I, I I totally agree. Like, I think in the span of whatever it is, 60 seconds, like those are two real people who like you right away get a deep sense of like their relationship. Yeah, yeah you know exactly. I mean? like, like it is complicated, but it's full of love and it's full of like figuring shit out. And she's obviously got a lot going on and he's got like, it's a, it's a very, it's impressive how complex both of those characters get right away with that, like in that one phone call. I think it's, by the way, yeah. he, she killed her, their kid. She killed the kid. I thought the she, kid died of, of kid- like. Uh, yeah sudden, sudden infant, infant death syndrome. syndrome nope he says it doesn't make any sense because she, she was, was too, too old and right. then and he said something about how uh his wife was going through a really tough time in that period dude she smothered the kid i'm sorry what? is that oh. what your dude, theory is please watch it again she has destroyed no. his life <laughs> From the very beginning, she was mad at him for working sixteen hours. Fucking conspiracy. She had a fucking food in the oven, and the kids all like, "Oh, fuck, mommy, fuck shit," and you know, (laughs) she's upset. She smothered the child. This is it's time for another edition of Danny's crazy conspiracy theory about (laughs) honestly someone has been planning the murder from the beginning. Dan's conspiracy theory. Dan's conspiracy theory like that. I'm taking a break and I will find this footage and play it for you. One sec. (laughs) No, he listen. All right, fine. Listen. Well, listen. While Danny fucking gathers the evidence, while he does research, quote unquote, yeah, for his fucking, <laughs> his fucking airtight case. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, meanwhile, uh, Michael Douglas's character, whose uh, name I had to pause Amazon to learn what his name was. His uh, name is Bill. William. Oh yeah, Bill. Right, Bill. But yeah, so, William Billy. Yeah. So Bill runs into these two uh these two gang guys. This is dicey racially, I agree. Like probably hasn't aged great. 
but uh yeah he he stops in a field or something mm-hmm. and then uh he's checking out the hugest hole in his shoe ever by the way <laughs> it's, a, it's a great shot but also like how the fuck does one get that kind of hole in a shoe like it's a deep hole drilled directly through the shoe also like i guess we didn't know that he lost like his job or something right that's right we don't really know that but that when we find that out and it was only like a month ago right that hole has been freaking developing for months <laughs> oh my god that like whole a year like, i mean yeah. like I mean, when I, he was actually still employed he could have got new shoes right <laughs> i know right like i did think about that i was like he's he only in one pair of shoes I mean, he's living with his mom. He should be saving yeah. rent like crazy. Yeah. Well, that's true. He's got no overhead, guys. He's got zero no overhead. overhead. He be able to What's he doing with his money? I know. <laughs> I know. Buying Plus, fucking know. snow globes. <laughs> yeah, it's all being wasted on snow globes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we get this scene where and these gang guys come up and they're like, hey, man, you know, like you're in our neighborhood. You should pay a toll. And then he gets, and this is another one of those where like, you know, it kind of starts out where he's like, look, all right, I'll leave. And then because every single person he encounters in the movie is, I will say this about it, right? Like the movie only works because it exists. And this is a thing I think exists in certain kinds of movies. Sometimes when a movie needs to push things, tell a certain kind of story, they create like this alternate universe version of the world where everyone is an asshole. Like the worst mm-hmm. kind of asshole. Like you walk in and you're like, hey, uh, I've got a nosebleed. Does anyone have any tissue paper? And someone turns around and goes like, what do you think? Tissue paper is free, bro? Hit the fucking road. And like, yes, there are assholes in the world, but there are like decent people peppered throughout. This movie is one of those where like every single person he meets is like the worst version of a person. And so it does allow him to then be like, you know, I'm going to leave. Sorry, guys. And then they're like, he should pay a toll. Give us your suit. Give us your briefcase. It's still a good scene, though. I like it. It's funny when he says, like, the graffiti says all that. That's funny. I thought that was funny. No, I I think this scene, I mean, dude, those guys were threatening him. He was just sitting on a a hill or whatever he was doing, right? And just kind of just taking a moment. I don't think in that case, he was really out of line, I guess. I don't know if that's a weird take, but like, yeah, they were no, like trying was, to shake like, him down and yeah, he, then he was, was just like, fuck himself. you guys. Yeah. Like, so I, that scene in particular didn't make me go like, this guy's a fucking prick. That was like, that was a little bit of a rooting for him. Like, yeah, right on. Like he stood up to these assholes who were trying to shake him down. I think that it's doing a nice job early on of like establishing, like he definitely has morals. He's right. just, very frustrated by the yeah, world. Yeah, he tried to walk away. Yeah, yeah. He's just frustrated by the world's like kicking him in the dick all the time. Right. You know? And I do love that he keeps, it's like a video game. He, every encounter he has, he gets to upgrade his weapon. Yeah. He goes from like a, like a nothing to a bat and a bat to a knife and then a knife to a gun and a gun to a rocket launcher. Like yeah. every encounter he has, it's it's like total video game style. He like upgrades, uh, he gets a sack of guns. You know, he keeps upgrading himself along the way. Okay. And on that note, I have a new game for everyone. I'm Roger Ebert, ABC 7 News.
I'm going to talk to you now about one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I hated, hated, hated this movie. And the idiots who made this film are taking two hours of my life and robbing it from me. A 20-year-old daughter brings home a 66-year-old man that she wants to marry. Cosby is appalled. What does he do? He calls for a sandwich and a what coke. What in the world were they thinking of when they green-lighted this movie? But this is Robert's idea. Robert, would you like to expand on your game? Yeah, so we'll we'll get um, critics' reviews or, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe like Amazon reviews or any sort of reviews of a film. And then we have to try to identify the film based on that review. Oh, wow. Whoa. That's... That so it could be that. extremely difficult and not work, <laughs> but uh, I think it could be pretty so fun. So I expanded so. a little bit on it, and I thought it'd be fun to okay. make this kind of like a tribute to Roger Ebert and take all of his reviews and see if you guys can identify yeah. the film. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, right. say, I decided to run with that and make it into a completely different <laughs> game that isn't as yeah. dumb as Robert's. <laughs> no? No, that's the next podcast. Next podcast. Anyways, I'm just kidding. No, I like it. I really love this idea, and I love uh, the take on it. Let's do it. Okay, so we'll do a little scorekeeping. All right. So at the end of, um, or whoever loses, what we put a shitty movie of theirs on the on the board. What do you guys want to do? Ooh, whoever wins gets to pick a new movie to go on the wheel. This is how I'll get Grease Two on the wheel, baby. (laughs) Should it be on the wheel, or you just get automatically get to watch, get to pick your movie? Um, <laughs> I won't do that to you. I don't know. It, it's uh, now after Robert said what he just said, but it's, it's on the wheel. We can't okay, just it's on pick the it. wheel. Yeah, it's on the wheel. It's on the wheel. Hey, Jonas, I I feel like you're going to do a lot better at this than I am, though. So uh, yeah, I feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Danny. I did get that email with all the answers, so we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a long con to just get Grease too. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we've been talking about this, this for weeks. All night, or all, yesterday, yeah. All right, first one, uh, Roger Ebert, ladies and gentlemen. Do we get categories or anything, or no? I was thinking about that. I'll Let's... give you the category if you guys can't figure it out. Little okay, hints. yeah, that'll be a, a okay. hint sort of thing. Will be a category. Sure. Okay. Uh, Santa is a depressed alcoholic safe cracker. The kid is not one of your cute movie kids, but Bad an intense. In- Ding, yeah. Was, okay. Well, I knew that. Nice. Damn it. Uh-huh. All right. How do we, we, do we got to like ring in and then say it? How do we yeah, ring you got in? one guess and you got to say it as fast as possible. Okay, we you just, just yell it. out the guess. Yeah. As yeah. Soon as okay. You think we, you, okay. You can't go back on it. Okay. All right. I guess. Wait, wait do I get a point one? for that one then? Or we didn't know the yeah. rules of the game. So it's fine. Yeah, I get a point. You, Great. I feel so good about this. Great. Yeah, Jonas, come on. <laughs> Rub it in. Wait, is that, is that a point for me? Is that what that is? Oh, cool. interesting. Right. <laughs> Fuck it, moving on. All right, next critic review from Roger Ebert. If there were no vampires in this movie, it would be a thin-blooded teenage romance about two good-looking kids who oh, want each other so much because they want Twilight. each other so much. Okay. Robert has said Twilight. Let me finish what I'm reading. Sometimes that's all that's all it's about, isn't it? They're in love with being in love. In this movie, however, they have a seductive disagreement about whether he should kill her. She's like, I don't especially want to die, but if it's if that's what it takes, count me in. 
She is touched by his devotion. Think what a sacrifice he's making on her behalf. Is this a Twilight uh, 3 or something? Okay. Oh, you guys have both fuck, rung in with answers? Of Twilight. The movie yeah. is from 2008. Just the regular Twilight. one. Boom! Tie game, baby! Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Nice job, Robert. Nice job. Uh, next one. A film that's trying this hard to pander to my childhood, love of pizza, karate, and talking animals, shouldn't be this imaginatively challenged. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles! Yes, sir! What? Wow, <laughs> nicely done. Deuce. Amazing. All right, this one's going to be harder. This movie may be dumb as a box of shredded wheat, but it has the damnedest action sequence I've ever seen since Arnold Schwarzenegger blasted the bad guy with the missile and true lies. Nastasa Kinski is locked in the trunk of a red Cadillac, which is taken aboard a cargo plane. Charlie Sheen pursues in another plane. Terminal velocity. Oh, yes, it is. Damn it. Yes. Wow, I'm impressed. Are we all tied up here, 2-2? Tied up. We got two more. Okay. Uh, I almost said this last one. Okay, here we go. This is the kind of movie where a soldier can be transported to the other side of the known universe in a whirlpool of bizarre special effects, step into a temple on an alien planet. Stargate! Stargate! Oh, yeah! Robert! Yeah! Yeah! Wait a second! By a split <laughs> second, fuck. <laughs> nice job, Robert. Right. Nice job. Now this this one you guys will get pretty quick, so act oh, fast. Shit. Robert is up three two. You can tie, Jonas, which sucks because there's no tiebreaker. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. This movie tells the story of two bartenders and their adventures in Not six stars. I think Robert said that first. Yeah. Fuck that. I Robert wins. I totally did. Woo! Oh, no. If he's picking Grease Lightning, they're Grease too, right? <laughs> Get it on the wheel, baby. God uh, damn it. Oh, no. Thanks a lot, Jonas. I, I swear to God, I feel like I said cocktail before Robert, but there's delays. Who knows? And I'm sure Robert got it before me. So. Great job. Uh, well, we could Rochambeau for it. All right. <laughs> I know. You just. You have to All be honest. I'm going to split my throat like the guy in Cocktail who was Tom Cruise's friend. <sighs> oh, that got dark. <laughs> that really upset him. <laughs> uh, All right. Congratulations, Back to falling down. Good job, buddy. Thanks, man. It feels good. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It feels great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> that was awesome, Danny. And Robert, great stuff. Uh, back to falling down. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so the gang member, so he gets out of that one. Well, he kicks her ass, right? And then he goes to the store yeah. to make a phone call to his wife again and creep her out. And the gang members are in the car looking for him. Yeah, this is definitely dicey racist racially and uh, did not age well. But uh, it's kind of a funny scene, all, all things considered, I feel like. Oh, you mean when they shoot up? (laughs) (laughs) Slaughter tons of innocent civilians. The child (laughs) nursing his gunshot wound. The whole like, the whole like, them, all of them, like the gang members, like in the bickering, bickering, and like they're all over the top and like yelling and screaming. And it's like, and then the fact that they shoot everything and don't hit him, but like shoot everybody else Mm -hmm. is. You know, whatever. It's a shame all those people get shot, but it is also absurd and funny, I think, 
Fine, maybe it's not funny. You know what? <laughs> I was fucking rolling on the floor, man. Just laugh, riot. <laughs> I thought it was kind of. I was, I was laughing when they were shooting and they were missing him and hitting everybody else. I was laughing. Fine, I'm sorry. I'm not perfect. <laughs> Here we are. This is a real place. We're in a real safe space. Okay. We talk about how we feel. <laughs> yeah, and so then he's miraculously unscathed, right? And yep. he then marches over to the car and and fucking upgrade and that then is where then then you go from psycho actions right like just unhinged like go get the gun and then shoot the guy in the leg and then walk away right i don't know it just it was like yeah, he's definitely now he's definitely now crossed the road into like this guy's a psychopath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, like mental illness has set it like he's crazy because he's like, Oh look, that's how the gun works. It works when I shoot you in the legs. Mm-hmm. Like that <laughs> you know. <laughs> but he's building up. Again, he's building up to murdering people. Right. Like by, right, by yeah. even by yeah, even yeah. testing the yeah, gun totally. and shooting him in the leg, he's like, Oh, so that's yeah, what it feels like to shoot someone. Yeah. Right. That goes so yeah. inconvenience to property damage to hit with a bat to now yep. shoot with a gun. Yep. But not kill, just wound with a yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, and then we do get to to wham wham or the, whatever. Whammy, it's a McDonald's whammy burger. Whammy burger or whatever. I love everything about yeah, this. Yeah, it's great. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I mean, again, I I was just hearing it as him being a whiny baby. I want breakfast. Uh, sorry, sir. We don't serve breakfast. But I want it. What? I don't <laughs> want a hamburger. It was three minutes late. I mean, I get that it's, yes. I get that it's like, like come on. That's got to off at some point. Though. Yeah, you They've have gotta to cut it off. They've got to stop breakfast. And, They've gotta and obviously, I point. feel like we've all experienced that scenario where you like order breakfast somewhere and they're like, sorry, we just stopped serving breakfast. And you're like, motherfucker, like, I don't want a burger. It's 10. It's You know, there's hash browns somewhere in the back right. that they can just fry up real quick. <laughs> it's just sitting there. Somebody didn't order it. It's just sitting there. But, but where did it stop, exactly. Danny? You serve Wait, him what? hash browns. Like, you serve hash browns. It was yeah, three was minutes over. He did the best he, he could. He's on fucking foot. What did you expect him to do? He couldn't get there earlier. <laughs> right. But again, all these things are not anyone else's problem. And it was so just like fucking for, for crying out loud, man. Just just like accept that you can't get breakfast right now because they stopped serving breakfast. Don't whine about it and keep saying, but I don't want a hamburger. I want breakfast. Okay. What about the the fact that um, the picture clearly has three inches of food, of <laughs> a burger in a bun? But when he gets the burger, yeah. it's flat <laughs> and disgusting. That deserves a gun I mean, to the I face. Did, I, yeah. At that point, I do want to be like, I want to be like, what are you fucking five years yeah. old? You don't have like advertising works, yeah, right? Like, like, I don't understand what the problem is. Look, oh, oh my god, the pictures don't look like the burger. What are you in fucking nine? Right. Get it together, yeah. bro. Get it together. Exactly. Justified in pulling out that <laughs> machine gun, fucking Mac Ten or whatever the <laughs> fuck that. Like, 
I do. You know what I do love about the scene, though? I love that he accidentally shoots it. Mm-hmm. I love that, like, you can feel that he's, like, feeling his way through this entire... That's actually something I love about the whole movie. He's feeling his way through this crazy shit he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he accidentally shoots the gun. He doesn't even really know how to use the gun. He d- Suddenly, he's like, oh, shit, I've terrified everyone in this restaurant, which I didn't even kind of really mean to do. Mm-hmm. I, I love all of that, but I but I do agree that like you've got to stop serving breakfast at some point. <laughs> so that's the crux of it, man. Like, We're talking about breakfast hours, breakfast and yeah, lunch. We cannot serve breakfast forever. They could have what come up what? with something to help him out. When is enough so what, enough, Jonas? What? There's a guy behind him who's like, oh, I'd like exactly. breakfast also. Now they're slippery now slope, it's baby. Eleven. 42 and we are all it's almost noon Danny, and we are still serving fucking breakfast they still got a flat top full of eggs and and it's freaking almost noon it's fucking anarchy you can't just do it this way (laughs) then serve breakfast all day long yeah yeah okay yeah. hey okay. i mean clearly he's not the first he's not the first and he's not the last so get it together management (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say it, nowadays most places do, right? Yeah, they learn from this Look, movie. I this love, movie is, I, yeah, it spoke to them. <laughs> I love breakfast for dinner as much as the next guy, mm-hmm. okay? I love it. Yeah. But you can't, you got to have, you know, rules. You got to have rules. Come on, man. It I wasn't do, even that noon. It, it was still, it was still morning. Yeah, I mean, it was. 1130 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33. 11.33
Um, and then we get to the 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 really the hot the 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 hottest nugget of the entire movie <laughs> which is the fucking military Jesus the military fucking scene the army surplus store the army surplus store right exactly <clears throat> by the way that actor is in, uh, doing fucking God I know but, right uh, I I definitely I know you guys have a, I know you guys have a lot of notes please let's go well I definitely my first note is that. Well, I guess my first note is that the the owner of the store is an absolute piece of shit. And then my yeah. next note though is but his his he's acting the shit out of this role though. He's killing it. And <laughs> like who sure. is he? I don't I didn't bother to actually look He's who fucking he is. amazing. But he's, he's great. killing his name, it. By the man. way, I did. I, I I looked it up. His name is Frederick Forrest. And he's like a character actor, but I had to look it up at some point too because I agree he's fucking yeah, dead. fuck. <laughs> and oof, it's some tough content. Oh my god, yeah. He says like the f word and not fuck. right, like a to zillion those two times. customers, right? <laughs> he's just right. So that's <laughs> one of them who has one of them who has the most glorious tank top I've ever Both seen. Both of them are wearing time. such crazy clothes, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was. <laughs> The like string tank top, like string strap. Yeah, why even bother with that thing? It's not even a shirt. <laughs> Danny, thoughts? Uh, yes, I got one thought here. Here it is. I don't think she likes the special sauce, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound like a rooster. It was like, <laughs> or a turkey, I guess, huh? Like. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a great line. I don't think she likes the special sauce, Rick. <laughs> Who would have thought that fucking Michael Douglas being a maniac, but he's also got a clever, you know, he's got a pistol of a of a of a comeback. I don't think she likes the special sauce, Rick. Uh, actually, I think. <laughs> wait, 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 play it again. <laughs> I don't think she likes the special sauce, Rick. If I don't like a movie, that's what I'm going to play for now on. Yeah, that's good. Oh God, please do. That one's put that one in the bank. Take that one to the blood bank. Put it in the bank. Blood bank. In the blood bank. <laughs> uh, I my notes about the thing. I think that yeah, I think the actor the, the actor is great. There's a funny bit I feel like where you know where Michael Douglas is hiding because uh, Sandra comes mm-hmm. in. And then you like cut back to him and he's like standing outside the dressing room, like clutching his sack of guns, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. is pretty funny. I also just think the whole, the whole thing of like him realizing like, Oh shit, this guy thinks right. The, like the guy says like, I'm with you. Yeah. Like this is like, like we're on the same page. Like I'm with you. Like that whole realization that he potentially is, or he doesn't believe he is obviously he gets angry and shoots him. But like, that whole idea, like he's starting this to get down this road of like, oh shit, um, maniacs are like fucking, you know, relating with yeah. to me. <laughs> and then also, and then also, and Danny, I'm surprised you don't have this audio. I assumed you would have lots of audio of the guy saying, "Give it to me." Ah, <laughs> damn it! Give it to me! Give it to me! Give it to me! Zooming in on his teeth and lips, yeah. right? Know, right? He's so good. He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, give me the hand. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. 
<laughs> Damn it. And also he's like when he's like standing behind him, he's like, Oh, this is what it's gonna be like when you're in jail. Now give me a hand. Give it to me. 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 He says, Give it to me a thousand times. By the way, I'm rock hard right now. I want you to look Oh god. <laughs> 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 also one more note when the scene ends after he shoots him Britt turns to me and goes hmm, he's not wrong yeah <laughs> you know, it works it's true that guy is a total piece of shit but again upgrade rocket launcher sack of guns you know yeah, new shoes mario new shoes yeah new uh new clothes he's like all geared up now yeah, he's he's ready for war, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, then we get some Pendergast stuff with him and the. I think like he's just figuring out the whatever it doesn't matter. He's figuring out where Michael Douglas is going, and then we get to the construction site with the rocket launcher, which you know is fun. I don't want there to be traffic. <laughs> Why is there traffic? He is a one. No, I he mean- was upset because <laughs> the road was not in need of repair. I think I might be coming around to Robert's side of this thing. Can you stop it? <laughs> that whole thing, they that construction site needed to be blown up. <laughs> how does that fucking rocket work, by the way? That fucking missile he fired. Well, that well, kid knew how to do wait, it. Was like, yeah. what, underground? And then what, heat seeks? A, it was heat heat-seeking, seeking, right? What was it seeking? What was the heat it was seeking? I mean, maybe they were like... A- like- Blow to, like, torch or cutting or something up, down at the end of the trench. It a looked port-a-potty. like a porta potty went up in the air. Yeah, there was a hot, a hot, hot mess. room. <laughs> An explosion of like hot shit just splattered all over. <laughs> that would have been awesome. It just rains down shit on everyone. That would have been great. I would have liked that. I would have been on board with that. <laughs> okay, so then uh, Michael Douglas goes uh, to, through a golf course. Oh, no, wait. Mm. Prendergast and Sandra visit Michael Douglas's same-age mom. <laughs> Seriously, though. Like, is she really supposed to be his mom in the movie? Like, his age... Who? How old is my... This is a fun game. How old is Michael Douglas's character in this movie? Uh, I think he's supposed to be mid-30s. Mid-30s, is what they said, yeah. Yeah. That, Which he's definitely not, right? Or is he... Early he is, 50s. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, it seems. Right at best, right? <laughs> yeah, they say like white man, white shirt, tie, mid thirties. Michael Douglas was feeling it when he was casting himself in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he had one change to make to the script, and that was it. Yeah, right. He's like, I only have one. Uh, yeah, I have a note. <laughs> I have one little note. Uh, I feel like the character should definitely be like twenty-seven, but also <laughs> I'll still play him. Uh, so you know, it'll be great. Um, <laughs> I can pull it. I can. Off. I can pull this off. Uh, and then uh, he walks through the golf course, which is full of assholes. Also, because the world is only full of assholes in this movie. I feel like that was a scene that should have been cut. It was too much. We get it. Yeah, right. The golf it didn't course. Add, it didn't add anything. Not only that, but he didn't get any cool weapons. <laughs> <laughs> no upgrade. Cut it. No upgrade. <laughs> there was no upgrade at that point. No. I did. I did like what he said to the old man right at the very end, and he goes. And now you're going to die wearing that stupid little hat. Yeah. That was funny. What about it? Yeah, Wouldn't it be great if like he kept upgrading weapons? Like this guy has like 
whatever, a laser gun. And then the next guy has like controls to a satellite in space. And they just like (laughs) (laughs) upgrading and upgrading and upgrading nuclear weapons at the end. He like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's a nuke in a sack. I'll bring that with me somewhere else. Just keep it going. Dude, he's in like an F-16 at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Tomcat's rolling a tank onto the fucking pier at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So he, yeah, the old guy dies on the golf course. Then we have the scene with the pool worker. He goes into that backyard with a pool and has that scene with the family. Which I think is a sweet scene. That's good stuff. I like all of it. Hey, here's a question. Here's a question. His mother says, I don't know what he does with his day. Because he's fired. So what yeah. does he do with his day? Well, it looks, he just. Oh, that's a good question. You saw that his, when he gave his briefcase to that homeless dude, right? Yeah. <clears throat> it just had his lunch in it. So he just right. takes the lunch that seemingly his mom is making him lunch every day. Right. So got, she right. Said, That's a missed opportunity so, for a scene, by the way. But all right, go ahead. <laughs> so he just <laughs> puts his lunch in his briefcase and goes and kills the day until he can come home and Okay, so and nothing specific. Like worked. Well, that newspaper he had when he patched the hole in his shoe had tons of it was the classifieds with tons of things circled, right? So um, looking for a new job yes so i think so trying to look so, for a new job not having success right so that's why he's wearing getting, the tie and all that right so he probably had an interview he's coming back got stuck in traffic i think he everything you guys said about the briefcase in the newspaper but i think he just finds a parking lot and jerks it you know yeah probably <laughs> that probably mostly that he's now like, i'm really on board with inter- this guy. Like one interview in a day <laughs> and, then he's like, and then he's like cool now i have uh seven hours, hours and 45 minutes because <laughs> i fucking tanked the interview it went quick because <laughs> i'm a psycho so i'm just gonna go jerk off in my car that's why he blew all his ac he just sits lets the ac run all day <laughs> He's going AC blasting, just jerking it into the into the fucking classifieds, just into the (laughs) into that folder pocket in his briefcase. Just (laughs) oh, this works! Oh my god! Holy shit! That's amazing. That's his. That's the whole. They should just make a whole movie of that. It's just the whole ninety minutes of that. Oh my God. <laughs> of a man jerking off in a car in a parking lot with the air. I'm sure they make that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, oh my God, that's so funny. Um. I mean, whatever. A bunch of stuff happens, like, or not that much. So he goes, uh, he goes to Venice Beach, and makes a super creepy phone call to his wife about the unicorns, mm-hmm. and then well, he says everyone's going to go to sleep when it gets dark. Oh my god! I know Jesus. Did you catch that? No, that was so no. That's when he's talking to the pool, the people at the pool. Yeah, he's like, we're gonna have this perfect party yeah. where we're all gonna. Then, then it's gonna get dark, and we're all gonna go to sleep together in the dark, all of us. Yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I missed that. Yeah. Um, Prendergast 
uh, gets a stripogram at work, which I think you can't do that at work. I don't think. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty positive at least you can't now. I don't no, know. You definitely can't bring a stripper to the office for a going away party. I don't think. Right. Back in, back in the day, I'm sure you could. Yeah, probably. This is like the same lady who gets called in like Ferris Bueller to show up when he's sick. <laughs> All the cops are assholes. Uh, the main one is the mainest asshole. Prendergast punches him, which is a standard 90s movie move. You punch the guy who's an asshole at some point and then you feel better. Oh, and then, okay, and then Bill goes to the house and he watches home videos which I like. I thought that was an interesting scene because you could great. see on the right. It's great, right? It was. It wasn't just like a, a filler, right? It right. wasn't just like to let you know that he's hurting and he misses his family. It showed him being that psychotic dick and and that he he was violent to- and scary. Totally agree. Right. Totally. And those agree. were old videos, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh wait, he's always been a prick. Yeah. Yeah. I, like this yeah. isn't really just him. Losing it for Finally one day. Finally losing it. He's always yeah. been a prick. Uh, well, I guess it's like he's always been a prick and he's maybe maintained a little better. And and now he's got nothing worth maintaining for. He lost his job. He's, lose, he's lost his family. Fuck it. But I think jerking off really helped. Yeah. <laughs> I put him over the edge. He's like, fuck, the AC oh. went out. I can't jerk off. That's it. <laughs> He's like, if, I can't, living for? if a man can't sit for six to seven hours in a parking lot with air conditioning and jerking off into the classified, what kind of world do we live in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking everyone down with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, I agree cruel, with you, Danny. I think, I think what makes that home video that's exactly what makes that scene so great is like how many movies do we watch where people sit and watch the video from the it's like the oldest trick in the book, right? Like they watch the home movie of the day. Yeah, totally. Mom, right? But I agree with you, like it does such a great job of twisting it when like you realize like, oh, he has always been too aggressive. Like the, his un, like his family's not feeling great about how he like yeah it's like it shows a a, a gradual buildup to like yeah he wasn't a good guy who suddenly flipped he was always a, a guy who was fucked up and it it sets up so the next scene right is like the big ending on the on the pier right why did she why did she she could have run anywhere yeah. she could have run to her neighbor's house and she wrote she ran ran down the pier which is like you know right down the block and got a fucking hot dog <laughs> anyway, it's just like she's ordering like fast food it's a sealed street there's an abs- like there's no way out she went to the one capable <laughs> area in the entire world that she that also in. happens to be the area they would always frequent as a family yeah well, that doesn't make any sense either right if you're like well my no. psychotic ex-husband is here to kill us all we should go to the one area where the three of us always used to hang out not only that but like oh he was so close to getting her <laughs> like why did he, he really have to make was. that call he really was <laughs> <laughs> three <laughs> seconds away <laughs> he had her <laughs> he could have yeah. put it he could have put them both to bed right then and there. <laughs> Oh, oh man! So true. If he'd just not been fucking around and talking, he could have fucking talk about putting a bow on this movie. He could have wrapped it up. <laughs> <laughs> but it does the the music video thing does or the home video thing leads into like 
you know, like the best line of the whole movie, right? Which is him going like, wait a minute, I'm the bad guy? Like realizing right. like yeah. how that happened, which is like mm-hmm. super tragic and heartbreaking and brutal and also totally true because he is like, he is the bad guy in the movie. Like he killed yeah. people. He's out of his fucking mind. But also you're super sympathetic to the idea that like he doesn't re- like he isn't. It's weird because, like, in the span of the world, he isn't the bad guy. Like, the world is the bad guy. But he is the bad mm-hmm. guy in this story, which is, in his life, he is the bad. Anyways, that last sequence is, I love that he's eating popcorn when he, like, gets off mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I love that scene. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't walk up with his gun out saying, this is who I am. He's just fucking there eating popcorn. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's such a cool idea, you know? Like, he snuck up on him. And now he's going to try and outsmart him. Oh, my God. I loved it. Yeah. And he knows that, like, coming in fucking guns blazing is not going to help the situation. Like, yeah. Seriously, there's a wife and kid out, there. Right? Yeah. Like, it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. And that's and it. Then, uh, and, and that's the, you know, I guess that's the end. Oh, right. And then he decides. The, actually, the, uh, I do have one issue with this, by the way. I don't like him like yelling at his wife at the end and telling her to basically shut the fuck up. And then he decides to become a cop. Like I'm fine with it, but at the same time, it also feels like a very like simple, unrealistic answer to a relationship that's been very complicated intentionally. Yeah. Right. Like all he needs to do is just tell her to shut the fuck up. And then, yeah, just put her in her place. Yeah. All you need is yell at that bitch the whole time. And then she won't be, emotionally crazy and then also don't move where she wants to move because fuck her like and then her reaction was like yeah uh okay yeah you're right uh damn and like yeah cut away and i was like like, it felt like a comedy it felt like a comedy yeah yeah she like pulled she pulled the collar of her shirt away from her neck went like yikes (laughs) right right it like fixes her and like fixes everything suddenly you know yeah i noticed that 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 was a little bit yeah and then was it just after that that then he punched the guy like all of a sudden he was a man yes yeah yeah yes then he like punches the guy and right it all becomes like all you had to do was take your dick out this whole time and now he's such a fucking f word like the movie says a thousand times which is also although i do you know like i do like the scene when the captain is being interviewed by the reporter and he walks by and he goes oh and this is our this is prendergast he's the reason you know why this guy was caught or whatever and prendergast goes fuck you captain fuck you very much yeah that was good good. they're like (laughs) the reporter's like did he just say that Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah um okay so uh he ends up killing michael's Douglas, obviously, mm-hmm. and Michael Douglas falls into the water and supposedly dies. So, uh, having said that, if they made a sequel, oh shit! Okay, I'll be honest. This is not my finest work. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is very quick that I had to do we this. Open, um, we should open every podcast with just all of us saying that before we start. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is not good. So here we go. I'm sorry. Great, uh, I'll, and I'll fix this through. through I'm sorry, uh, he says. Post in post. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Three months after William Foster's breakdown. 
His daughter, six-year-old Adele, suffers the same mental collapse. I'll use mommy's gun and I'll kill you. After literally falling down and scuffing her knee, Adele exits her Barbie car and goes on a citywide rampage, setting fire to the local playground and fucking up the ice cream man in a scene critics are calling a double scoop <laughs> of carnage. Certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, falling down too is a tour de force. Terry in Colorado says, I don't trust my daughters anymore. Derek from Wichita says, when that little kid drove off of the cliff with her babysitter, I laughed my ass off. Falling down too. In this family, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I love that tagline at the end. That's <laughs> Hell yeah. Disagree, Danny. That uh, is some of your finest work. That's good. Wow, man. really? That's, that's good, good stuff. Shit. That was good stuff. Wow, thank you. I all right. The apple falling from the tree yeah. thing. I love that. I like that. <laughs> I even threw Terry in there. <laughs> yeah, Terry. <laughs> Terry. Terry. Hey. <laughs> man, that was funny. I like that a lot. All right, cool. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Yeah, man. Cool. Good old Robert. Good old Robert. All right. So uh, we're done. So what do we think of the movie? Man, listen, I I liked it even more now than I think I probably did as a kid. I will watch this movie. 100%. I'm on board. Like, yes, this is better now than it was before. This is honestly, this was a great movie. Agreed. And that's, you know, that's that's hard to say because maybe because of the nature of the whole thing, but like in terms of movie making like just everything was just fucking awesome like i, I really like this movie yep i'm with you robert i don't i i mean i liked it i don't know if i really liked it i i'm a little on the fence you, i <laughs> <laughs> i mean i it was good it was good and i i would i would maybe watch it again um you know after a while it definitely changed from you know from jonas Watch Do you remember when this younger. podcast was just me and you? Oh, fuck <laughs> you. Oh, man, that was great stuff, huh? Great God, stuff. Those I will days. say, though, it's, you know, it's the feel-good movie of the summer, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever. All right, well, listen, listen, we don't all have to agree. We just have to agree that Danny and I are right. So. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> all right. All right, well, listen. All right, so let's. We should. It's definitely time to spin okay. the wheel, though, so we find out what movie <laughs> next week Robert will be wrong about, and Danny and I will be right about. So, um, yes. Uh, just to clarify, did yes. Grease Two make it on the wheel? It's staring, staring at me in the face right now. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, Robert. Robert did win. It, technically, I think it's supposed to go it's on the there. wheel, even though it's I there. I put it on. Wow. It's there, baby. Yeah. It's going to land on it now. Along with Ghost, so Robert, don't get too excited. Oh, shit. You know, I've been thinking about Ghosts lately, and actually maybe do want to revisit that one. I know I gave Jonas a hard time, but like... Mm, you want to revisit it. All right. Ghost, 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 ghost. Oh, I'm feeling good about this. Say it. Say it. Say ghost. Don't say it. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Say ghost or the crush. Say the crush or ghost. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's just Zero for fun spin it again Christ. and see what happens. All right, just for fun. <laughs> yeah, this please. wheel means nothing. This spin means nothing. <laughs> oh, He Man. You want He Man or Don't Tell Mom? <laughs> What did this movie do to this wheel? Although, for hey, to treat technically, I didn't spin it as hard as I did the first time, so I could go again. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not, it wasn't yeah, a regulation. I, like, yeah, I wasn't happy with that. It wasn't a regulation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, that was legit. Okay, sounded legit. This is it. We're doing this. Yes. Oh, yes. F- oh if looks could kill. This is not going well. Oh. Well, we got to take if this looks could kill off, off, I think, right? Because we couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's spin not again. a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Spin> again. Grease <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Time cop. Oh. Oh, all right. I'm fine with that. I'll accept <laughs> that. that. So we just is that how we do it now? We just spin it until we get what we want. <laughs> <laughs> we had reasons for it. That's... <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm stuck on time cop. That sounds like we, I love how we, All right. I love how we got a wheel, made a list. Now we spin the wheel and just choose something from the list anyway. <laughs> okay, but uh, add something else in place of it if looks could kill. And then respin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that does work. That does work. <laughs> oh, where are you? <laughs> wait, are we, okay, wait. Are we committing to yeah. time cop or are we going again? Slow down. It's time cop. <laughs> okay. Okay. Guys, listen. Next week, All time right. cop. I'm excited for that one. Everybody at home, watch Time Cop. Thank you all for listening. Robert, Danny, as always, an absolute fucking (laughs) pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you, Thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. You guys are geniuses, and I can't wait to talk to you again. It's going to be delightful. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. Time Cop, next week. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) 